Hi, welcome to Getting It All Out. Well, we're attempting to get it all out there. We have an awesome show in store for you. But first things first, legalities. We do not own the rights to any reason to play on the podcast. Audience discretion is advised. Adult language and adult content ahead. So sit tight, sit back, and relax while we pour our tea and pay some bills. Got vision? See Vision Enterprise 20 LLC, where they work to make dreams a reality. Work on me therapeutic massage LLC, working to keep you in motion. Pope Lawn Services, where beautiful lawns don't appear by themselves. We'll be right back with our show. And we back. Yeah, we're getting it all out. And we're here to talk about it. Are you ready for tonight's topic? Forgiveness. You ain't ready. You ain't ready for forgiveness. Let me give you the definition to forgiveness so nobody be what? Confused or bewildered. The action of forgiving or being forgiven. Forgiveness is also learning to let go. Releasing the hope for a better <laughs> past. <laughs> Let me read that again. A better one, yeah. That tickled me all up, y'all. <laughs> the action you know, of forgiving or being forgiven. Forgiveness mm. is also learning to let go. Let it go. <laughs> Releasing the hope for a better past. Mm. All right. Let's talk about it and let's get it all out. There are two sides to forgiveness. Decisional and emotional. Ooh, that's all right right there. Decisional and emotional. Decisional forgiveness involves a conscious choice to replace ill will with goodwill. You no longer wish bad things to happen to the person who has hurt you. Emotional forgiveness. You move away from those negative feelings and no longer dwell on the wrongdoing. Emotional forgiveness is much harder and takes a lot longer <laughs> as it's common for those feelings to return, says Dr. Vanderweel. This happens often when you think about the person you've hurt or something triggers the memory of you still hurting from the consequences of that person's actions. All right now, since Bat J and KML say I'm always picking on them and start with them first, we're gonna start with who first? TT. We're gonna talk about it now. I'm gonna come with you with this Bible verse. Acts 26 18 says to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. And from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance among them, which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Now, let me (laughs) tell y'all a little bit about forgiveness. Blasphemy. The act or offense of speaking psychoreligiously about God or sacred things, profound talk. This is the only thing that is unforgiving of God. If 
The act of insulting or showing contempt or lack of reference to a deity or sacred objects or towards something considered sacred or invaluable. So, when you speak of that, you speak of blasphemy. And that is the only thing that is unforgiving of God. Speaking of God in a disrespectful way. Forgiveness, the action or process of giving or being forgiven. Forgiveness is the intentional and voluntary process by which a victim undergoes a change in feelings and attitude regarding an offense and overcomes negative emotions such as resentment or vengeance. Now, now we all be sitting here not realizing that. Are you doing the act of forgiveness on a intentional or unintentional way? Okay, intent means I meant to hurt you. I knew exactly what I was doing. Intentional means it was <laughs> you off do an not want to go there. Okay, it was off an action. It was off of okay, you came at me, and I had a natural reflex to defend myself. You know what I'm saying? But now you mad at me for something that you brought about, and we need to realize that in forgiveness, forgiveness goes around the block. You know what I'm saying? Did you do something? To inflict that upon yourself? Did you got me mad at you? Or you got me hating on you? Did you inflict that? Or did I inflict it? Most of the times we inflict it. And most of the times we don't realize that if you study something long enough, you will see you do that to people, your own self. Okay, let me give you an example. Because you like, T.T., what you talking about? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have you ever been cut off? On the street in the road, you drive and somebody cut you off and you snap. Man, you going off. You like bleep, 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 bleep. You cussing them out. You going off. But then you cut somebody off. Then you try to rationalize. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Am I telling the truth? Yeah. You try yeah, to say, well, I, my bad, I'm late. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, my immediately come to your own defense. You know what I'm saying? You immediately what KML said again. Fuck. Come to your own defense. <laughs> so then you want somebody to forgive you for your act, but then when it happened to you, you want to hold a grudge. Yeah. You want to make them pay. What you got for me on that, DJ? Bye. <laughs> I just want to know why all these topics are like. So hitting so close to home, like every Man. topic. Every topic. What you say? Oh, MG. Right now, the only thing I have with forgiveness is that it's very, very, very hard, but mm -hmm. it's very, very, very necessary. Now, very necessary for your sanity. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got to happen. You got to find some type of way to to make it happen, to forgive, in order to survive. Right. That's where I'm at with forgiveness right now. Okay. But you got for me, <laughs> KML. Well, I got so much mm -hmm. for you, TT. Yeah, Man, hit me with Intentional uh, forgiving. We all have a natural reflex to defend ourselves and defend our families, defend why we believe what we believe. And sometimes that offends others. But that's when you have to agree to disagree. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We're not going to always get along. We're not going to always see eye to eye. I forgive you, but I forgive you for having thoughts other than the thoughts that I have. Mm -hmm. And it's not really forgiving. It's just saying, hey, yeah. I just agree that you have the way you look at things. I have the way I look at things. 
and we can still be friends. Coexist, yeah. And we can still coexist and without f- having a fallout where you're going to say something to piss me off and then I'm going to say something to piss you off and then we're going to be hollering to the top of our lungs and then the next thing left is a lick. You hit me, I hit you. Mm-hmm. Then we got to do some internalizing mm-hmm. to forgive when we could have just agreed to disagree mm-hmm. and just coexist with that. Mm-hmm. I want to get on this thing about trading evil will for goodwill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk about it. Get it all out. Things have been done to me, and I'm sure I have offended others in this life. And I'm just talking about me. I forgive you. It's easy for me to forgive because I know what the Bible says about forgiveness. And it's easy for me to forgive you, but it's not easy for me to forget. Wow. And when you offend me or hurt me to the point where forgiveness is like you said, DJ Vibe, I have to forgive you for my own sanity. But in forgiving you, we can't be the same. We can't walk together as closely as we once did. Not that I'm upset with you. Not that I didn't forgive you. It's just that, okay, I know that something in me stirs something in you to do evil toward me. So to keep my own sanity and to keep me from popping off, getting my gat, my nine, <laughs> my shotgun, or just you know, smack my knife, <laughs> or my fist, <laughs> or my feet, or my words, or my you. words, <laughs> cut like a sword. Yes, I just go on and walk away. So I think that that's one thing that's um, very important that we need to know as people who coexist with one another is that you can forgive someone that have harmed you, have hurt you, have offended you, have cut you, but you don't have to no longer walk closely with that person. If that person is hungry, it is our responsibility to feed that person. It is our responsibility not to have evil will toward them, but to have and promote goodwill toward them. If they're needing clothes, clothe them. If they're needing food, feed them. If they're needing drink, give them water to drink. Or Mountain Dew, you know, Pepsi. <laughs> you know, Kavassier. You know, <laughs> hey, you know hey, um, tequila. We both all that. Hey, you might need a shot. You might need a shot. Okay. You know, if, if, you want, if you want to make friends with me, bring me a mojito. <laughs> right. Head on. But, you know, so that's where people who have offended others, they think that we should go back to ace being ace boom coon. Right. Because I admitted that I done something to hurt you and you forgave me. So let's go back to being what we were before. That's not going to happen. One is because of my own sanity. I know that it's something in me and I've repeated this and I'm repeating it because I want people to get it. It's something in me that triggers something in you to make you want to do evil toward me. So I'm not going to set myself up for you to keep hurting me or taking bars or shooting fiery darts or set my house on fire, put sugar in my gas tank. (laughs) Slip your tire. You know, slip my tire. I'm not going to continue going on with you. And so now I have a question. Mm Mm-hmm. 
God who is all-knowing, always present. He knows the beginning, the middle, and the end all at the same time. He says in his word that he is quick to forgive. Now, God who sit high that know all of us by name, know the numbers of hairs on our head, is quick to forgive. Our righteousness to him when we sin stinks in his nostrils. And when we offend one another, our righteousness is like filthy rags, but yet he is quick to forgive. Why can't human mm-hmm. beings be quick to forgive? Because... God who knows all about us continues to forgive us of our sins mm-hmm. and our righteousness no matter how right we are in our sight of God it is like filthy rag but he forgives us anyway because, because he understands mm-hmm. human nature he understands the battle of the flesh now a filthy rag talking to another filthy rag has offended another filthy rag, but that filthy rag that stands in stands in the way of having to forgive another the other filthy rag, mm-hmm. and we withhold our forgiveness. How is that right? Because, like I said, you know, when I was saying, you got unintentional, mm-hmm. which is not done on purpose. Mm-hmm. Example: You accuse me of something I didn't do mm-hmm. or mean to do, and I react and offend myself. Mm-hmm. Or you got intentional; it's perf- purposeful intent. Example: I harm you or hurt you because that's what I wanted to do. That's the problem that we have. We can't separate. We can't be like God. God is about unconditional. When you start talking about unconditional with human beings, ain't no such We're thing. Because <laughs> why? We're human. We think you should once again feel like me, think like me, do like me. We brought that out in cheating in the first episode. I'm not going to think like you. I'm not going to respond like you. I'm not going to do like you. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you come at me and I felt like I haven't done anything wrong, just as the cutting off in the road, I am going to defend myself. Mm-hmm. And you can't be mad at that mm-hmm. because you came at me. Now, if you come at me with all intent to do nothing but bring me bodily harm and hurt me, that's when forgiveness is going to be that much harder because, okay, take for instance, and we're going to talk about this later on the show, but I'm going to bring a little bit in right now. I've been raped twice. Now, most people hate their rapists. They can't stand they raping. What happened to them? Because it really does change your life forever. It really does. It changes how you see things, view things, do things, all of that. But for me, I have nothing but compassion. For all three of my rapists. Nothing but compassion. And people are like, T.C., how in the can you have compassion for them? God. Because that's <laughs> got to be some kind of pain that they are already going through in their life to inflict that kind of pain on me. You know what I'm saying? They had to already went through something in their life. Mm-hmm. You ain't born no rapist. Mm-hmm. You made into one. Law and Order, SVU. They had this episode of the young guy. He was going through raping young girls. And they and he wasn't in his right mind. And they was all trying to understand it. And he was born from a rapist. Mm-hmm. His mother was raped. 
And instead of her aborting him or giving him up for adoption, she had him and she decided to keep him. And the mother, the grandmother to the boy, kept calling him the devil. Mm-hmm. He the devil. You should have got rid of him. You should have killed him. And all through his life, that's all he heard was you the devil. Mm-hmm. So when he became the devil, you mad at him? You mad at him for something you kept instilling in him? So what did he do? He became his father's king. He became a rapist. What you raised He him. inflicted the pain that he felt. But where did it start at? Started with the grandmother. Mm-hmm. You instilled that in him. Mm-hmm. Instead of telling him he can be better and do better, mm-hmm. and he can rise above his circumstance because Olivia was the product of a rape too. Mm-hmm. And what did she become? She later became captain of SDU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, you inflicted this in him. So then when he went out there and did the act, you mm-hmm. mad at him. But that's what he grew up doing. So yes, I had compassion for my rapist because it ain't no way. It is no way. Then, if you are that evil that you was raised right and you still just want to inflict pain on a person, I still feel sorry for you because judgment day on you, mm-hmm. baby, going to be hell to pay. Mm-hmm. So I have compassion for my rapist. Why? Because they was in pain they self. I don't I didn't take it and let it just take me over. You know what I'm saying? I could have. I could have went in a different direction. I could have just went for me and for that void. I didn't choose to go that route. I choose to forgive them because why? I don't know your story. Mm-hmm. But I know you gotta be in some type of pain to want to destroy me. You know what I'm saying? Because tear you down. Because what does misery love? Company. Company. If you're miserable, you want everybody else to be miserable. If you down, you want everybody else to be down. If you hurt, you want somebody to feel that hurt you feeling. Because why? You telling yourself that will make you feel less alone. Mm -hmm. If I know you hurt too, I ain't the only one hurt. Right. Well, I choose to show you love in spite of it. I choose to say, bring it on in. You need a, come on, bring it on in. You need a hug. Mm-hmm. You're going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Love heal all. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's how God can forgive us because he created us and he loves us. Mm-hmm. We sin and we come short. We do the most every day. Everybody out here doing the most. Don't play. Come on now. Everybody out here doing the most. You're doing too much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But in spite of that, God still say, I created you. You a child of mine. Mm-hmm. I love you. I can forgive you. Yeah, but you can be you can be a child of the devil too. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. But that comes from people not forgiving their own self. Right. Mm-hmm. That's where they come in from. Yeah. So we don't heard from everybody across the board except for Bad J. Bad J, hit me what you got on. Forgiveness. Well, forgiveness, um, I'm going to use a personal experience. I struggled with forgiveness majority of all my life, starting from um, being raised in a broken home, you know, Mm -hmm. having to move and start over. And, you know, I had to forgive my parents for putting me in that predicament. And as an adult now, and um, after I know everything that happened, it made me who I am today, and 
it taught me a lot as well. And also within my journey of forgiveness and that battle I had, majority, I feel like my forgiveness was tested most towards my father. Um, me and him had a very strained relationship growing mm -hmm. up simply yeah. because he wasn't there for me like I wanted him to be. Yeah. And growing up now, knowing everything, I, I have a sense of understanding of that it was just my perception instead of the truth. Right. And um, with that, Laura, I'm going to get emotional, but <laughs> yeah, okay. no, with emotion. that, um, I had to forgive him not only for, I, not only for him, but for myself because mm -hmm. When I struggled with forgiveness, I was depressed. I had suicide attempts. I was just very angry. And I took it out on people that I dated. I took it out on friends. Yes, you know, I took it out on myself. And so yes, I remember when things got worse and my father told me to that I needed help. And um, I seek counseling, which I'm glad TT say seek God and seek counseling mm -hmm. because those are two very important tools that yeah. you, you need in life. And I seek counseling. Um, shout out to my therapist, Lori. Yes. And a lot of the things that I had to realize was my feelings. I never really thought about Ooh. how my father felt and yes, his side. And one thing about mm -hmm. forgiveness is sometimes you have to put mm -hmm. yourself in that person's shoes you have to see things where they're coming from and a lot of the things I didn't even know that my dad was hurting about like I used to be mad that he didn't call me on holidays or my birthday and when he told me that I never called him on his birthday I didn't know that that hurt him and so um with that, you know, it, it led me to just really think things on his side and understand that he has feelings as well. And so whenever me and my father had that conversation and we were able to resolve our issues, um, my father did apologize to me. And even though um, that did help me with my forgiveness, sometimes you're never going to get an apology. Sometimes you have to just forgive them and move on for yourself. And so you right. can be at peace. So, um that's my take on forgiveness. And with that in mind, we're going to hit it to a break. DJ Vibe, take us to a break. All righty then. Why is forgiveness so difficult? Forgiveness is a heavy burden. You have experienced pain that doesn't feel fair. You want to let your pain go, but you have nowhere to put it. So you hold on 
to the pain. <laughs> and that's literally what a lot of us do. So in this part, let me help ease your pain a little bit. The Bible says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you. Mark eleven twenty five says, and whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your father also who is in heaven may forgive you of your trespasses, you must forgive people mm. of their trespasses. Mm. And you must do that. And as Betty J was saying, as DJ Vibe and KML was saying, we have been through some things everybody has. Mm. But you have to find it in yourself to have that forgiveness and that compassion and that empathy. As DJ Bob pointed out, that empathy for that person to know that them too have been through things. We don't never want to look at the other side of things. We don't ever want to look at that. You're not the only person going through. You're not the only person stressed. You're not the only person that have situations. You know what I'm saying? We all are dealing with everyday life. And everyday life this deal the card to you. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite songs, and I know my sister over there know what it is. He has passed on. But one of my favorite songs, sis, and you can say it with me, <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Know when to hold him. Know when to fold him. Know when to walk away. And know when to run. You got to count your money when you sit at the table. There be time to talk about the deal. The deal is none. So now we're gonna get into the difficultness of forgiveness. We're gonna go on here to DJ Five. Talk about the difficulty, <laughs> DJ Five. Oh, as I sip, <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't you. <laughs> okay. Okay, forgiveness. Why is it difficult? My thing with forgiveness is difficult because we're all human and it's really a mental thing. It is all mental. Because think about it. If you want to keep your mind, body, you know that saying, keep your mind, body, and soul healthy. Your mind, your body and soul will heal. Like it's let's say domestic violence or a car accident or something. You're gonna heal from your wounds if you live through it. You know what I'm saying? But mentally is where you really got to heal within yourself. It's all mm-hmm. mental. Like yeah. we say, our heart is broken. Our heart is not broken. It's our minds yes, are I broken. Know you didn't break what? Because <laughs> you think, <laughs> because you think that, I mean, your heart is not broken. Your mind may be broken because that person or that thing that hurt you yeah. did not do what you what you thought in your mind it should do. Or right. what it should do. Right. It could be a career. You might think that that, that ball should have promoted you. And you're hurt because that boss didn't promote you, but you got to think about why that boss didn't promote you. That's what you really got to get down to the root of it. Why did that person hurt me? You know, and it could be something going on with them that made them do that. And then God is eventually going to show you that that was never for you. Mm-hmm. That was never for you. What? And then God can also what? show you that that was meant for you. Mm-hmm. That was meant for you to get hurt and say, hey, let me make, make you stronger in this area. So yes. our whole thing is we just got to be, it's just all mental to what I mean. You, mentally, you got to get your mind right in order to achieve forgiveness. <laughs> yes. Okay, <laughs> man. Come on, man. What? Killing herself. But you got some difficult. 
uh, forgiveness. I've been in this game a long time. <laughs> yeah, I've been in this yeah. life for 47 years. And forgiveness, as most would say, easier said than done. Amen. <laughs> what? <laughs> because we as people hate to admit that there is something wrong with us. That <laughs> okay. Girl, make me run out of here. We <laughs> think that we are perfect. Mm-hmm. That we have no flaws. Mm-hmm. Boo boo. Everybody, including myself, have flaws. Yes, sir. I, when you think of the difficulty of forgiveness, it's all internal. When you really look at it, at the end of the day, it is all internal. Mm-hmm. Because when you do something out of the will of God, you do something. Outside your marriage, you do something to a friend, a family member. You do something outside that to harm or offend in word or deed. And when corrected on it or when made known to it, we immediately say, I didn't do that. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I mean, okay, if you say so. But in our actuality... You did do that indeed, and you did do that in word. And we got to get out of this mind frame that we don't do no wrong. Yeah. You know, we do wrong, we have to forgive ourselves. Man, that's the hardest and part. Thing, and, and, and that's the hardest mm-hmm. part is forgiving ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. And then when we say to ourselves, okay, what did I do to bring this about? Me and this person got into. I wasn't arguing with the person. I was just simply saying, I am sick of that comment about a woman should be particular of what she wears because a man looking, you can entice them and that gives them license to rape. Now, it wasn't said in that same, in that same yeah, verbal, yeah, yeah. the way I just said it, but that's the, that's the idea behind it. Right. As a woman, I should be able to wear what I wear. Mm-hmm. If I am going to a beach, I'm not gonna have no turtleneck on and no blue jeans. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna have a two piece on, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be showing all my fineness. Right. <laughs> now, if you approach me and I say to you, "Not interested," that right there should be enough. That should be enough. But people don't like rejection. People don't like rejection. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, they, they say raise your hand <laughs> when you got something to say. Bounce off. Well, let me just bounce off of what KML said. I had all clothes on. You right. know what I'm saying? I had on pants, a shirt, socks, shoes. It didn't, now, I didn't have that on in the last rape, but I was in the bed, so you shouldn't even been coming yeah. in the house by So yeah, and That's I and I asked that question. I so so it what does do I, not have anything to do with clothing. what you got on? It has something to do with that individual person mentality. And that mentality, as DJ Vibe has pointed out, and that the internal lie. It's internal lie, yeah. and I and that was my that was my defense. Mm-hmm. So what? So what? So what do you say when a woman is fully clothed and gets right? Mm-hmm. So because she was fully clothed, she was covered up. She still got right. So are you saying what did she do wrong? Right. 
When we wake up in the morning, when and let me put it on me. When I wake up in the morning, I consider what I'm gonna wear. What what I think I look cute in. What I think I look good in. I don't be thinking about what the people gonna say out <laughs> right. and about me. Right. And as you should. And right. And so I put on what I, today I got on scrubs. They in black. Okay. Some think you I'm in track up. I am an attractive woman when I wear black. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at like deuces. Right. <laughs> I'm just doing I'm just doing me. me. Yeah. But I thank you for the compliment. For sure. But let that be that. Just that. So when we have difficulty with forgiveness, we have difficulty in ourselves mm-hmm. thinking right. that we have no faults when we do. Okay. And that no matter what a woman wears, if it's in the man to rape, he's going to rape you whether you got all clothes on or a two-piece bathing suit. Right. And he needs to realize when you say no, no and means you say no. no again, and you look Keep him dead in his face right. and say, I said Right, that you mean that, no, and then why you bringing that up about mm-hmm. saying no? Women, friends, Romans, Catholics, Jews, Gentiles, Christians, everybody, everybody, stop playing these games with these men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't keep saying no, wanting them to keep trying for you, cause you send a conflicting message. When you say no, let that no be no. In whatever relationship you're in or trying to get in, let your no be no. Don't be like, but I wanted you to keep, no, but I wanted you to keep trying. No. Yes, ma'am. DJ Buff. My thing is too with um, forgiveness, be grateful that you are not that person committing that act. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That you are not that person. Yeah, like you said, something's going on with that person mentally, yeah. internally, and that is not for you to fix. Yeah, yes, it's not for you to fix. And then I'll, you have to think about it with forgiveness, and when you don't forgive, it brings on chronic anger. It does, it and does. Chronic, chronic anger, depression it can, too. It can kill you or damn near kill you. So stress is a killer. Yeah, yeah. Stress is a killer. Come see work on me. Get worked out. So just think about it. Don't do the chronic anger thing. You have those people that are just really not happy with themselves. Therefore, don't let them make you so unhappy to where you're on their level and you're just hateful or whatever because that brings on retaliation. There's a couple yeah. of types of retaliation. You have revenge and you have that negative vindictiveness. Um, yeah, and, and you just don't want that. Right. So I just don't let it bring on that chronic yeah. anger. Bad Jack, what you got on difficulty of forgetting? I believe it's difficult to forgive simply because sometimes you're just waiting on an apology. And yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's never going to come. Um, also think that it's difficult to forgive because some people, and I think we get in our minds that if we forgive, then we're saying it's okay. Right. Look what you did is okay. And I'm fine with it. And the it's trick just, of the devil. Yeah. He plays and it's, with and the it's mind. not, but you know, in order for you to move on and move past it and be at peace, you have to forgive them, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not saying that it's okay because once you forgive, you have to, you have to decide, okay, what does forgiveness look like for me? Okay, 
do I want to kick it with this person after no. I forgive them or do I want to be done with them? Because you can forgive yeah. somebody and be mm-hmm. done. Yeah. But you know, you don't have to, you know, be rude when you see them. You can still speak, but mm-hmm. you know, I forgive you, but that don't mean we can kick it still. You know, that don't right. mean we can be friends. You know, we can be cordial, but yeah. you know, and you never know when you forgive someone, maybe you can move past it and that they make strengthen that relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's difficult to forgive because I think in our minds we think if we forgive then it, it's, it's it's saying so that weak. it's okay yeah we're and weak. that it's fine mm-hmm. or we're weak you know and it is neither one of those things mm-hmm. <laughs> okay it is and fine. with that being said <laughs> we gotta get it to another break <laughs> as you know so DJ Vibe break we do have a hero. But today, everybody give it up for our local heroes. Yeah. Yeah. They make it all possible. And we give a shout out today to Mother Dorothy Bates, our local hero. And I'm going to read our local hero right now, so you can give a listen. My name is Dorothy Neal Ashton Bates. I was born August 29, 1938. The 13th child born to Alan Ashton and Hattie Laura Prather of Faulkner, Mississippi. Born to humble beginnings. In other words, we were very poor. My family were sharecroppers and moved from farm to farm to make a living. By the time I came along, my mother has eight living children, then one more born after me. My mom had children a long time. I have nieces and nephews older than me. As time went by, we all grew up. Most moved away. Milwaukee, Cleveland, Kokomo, Indiana. This was mostly to find jobs and to get away from the Jim Crow South. I tried Milwaukee and Kokomo, but moved back by the time I was 22. It was at this time I met my husband, Leroy Bales. All the people would gather in town at Faulkner on a Saturday at the cafe. This is how we met. We married in 1960 and have four children. Dwight, Veronica, sudden infant death at three months. Andrea and Rodney. In life, my husband works as a track man for the Illinois Central Gulf Railroad, and I worked always as a caregiver at Temple County and Union County Hospitals and Nursing Home. After retiring, I went into private duty and gave care for more than 10 clients in their home. Also in life, me and my husband was able to foster 10 children, for which I am close to today. Awesome. The four are brothers that came to me from Hernando, Mississippi, Antonio, Lavelle, Derek, and Conrad Tate. Lavelle, Derek remain with me today. Church has always been an important part of my family's life. My mother is responsible for instilling the word of God in all her children at an early age. She would sit with us and teach us the Bible. The Bethlehem Baptist Church has always been our family's church. Even the ones that have moved away still love to come to Mississippi and come to the old home church. I am dedicated to my church through attendance and participating in worship and Bible study, giving in tithes and offerings, serving as a missionary. I am very proud of my children, biological and the ones I have fostered. In truth, I do not consider them fostered by my own. They have my accomplishments. Some are deacons at Bethlehem or work in the church and have good jobs to provide to their families. My son Dwight is vice president at Prime American Insurance Company. Daughter Andrea is senior program analyst at Ashley Furniture Industries and part owner in Old Taste and Sea Catering and Sunland 
Derek is supervisor at A6 Footwear Company. My children have given me six grandchildren, Dewana, Derek, Isaac, Madeline, Amelia, and Olivia, and six great-grandchildren, Derek, Drake, Kelsey, Kaylee, and two new ones, Drayton and Maddox. I can say without a doubt, my biggest hurt is losing a child. I have lost two, Veronica and Rockney. This is nothing you truly get over, but learn to live with through God's grace. Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Corinthians 12 and 9. Also, losing my sibling one by one. I am the last one living of my mother's children. I believe the biggest difference I have made in my community is being a caregiver, whether fostering children or work privately in the home. This is something I truly love to do and believe called to do. My pastor always teaches, when you find what you do well, do that more and more. And that's what we are continuing to strive to do at getting it all out. All right, all right, we back and we on steps to forgive. It says, identify your hurt. Start by figuring out the source of your hurt. Get to the root of your pain. <laughs> Let me speak on this right quick. You know, <laughs> and, then, and then kick it to me. Hurry up, please. Right. Kick it to me. You know, you got, okay, it's, you know, Woo! I have here now a person, okay. A lot of times what we are offended by and a lot of times what we take out on the other person beat them been something we done done our own selves. <laughs> I have already talked about unintentional and intentional. I've already discussed that. Okay. My dad got this deacon. His oh, name God. is Deacon Cummins. And y'all, let it's me give a free. shout out to Deacon Cummins because <laughs> Deacon Cummins every day. I try to be like you. Every that's our hero. Try, that's my hero <laughs> right there. And I can't wait to meet him. I've been trying to meet him. But anyway, he always say, you know, they be like, Deacon Cummins, you know, the pastor done ran off with the money. Deacon Cummins be like, well, he was on hard time. <laughs> and Justification coming. Okay. <laughs> Deacon Cummins, he done slept with every woman in the church. Well, he man. And he weak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just got to pray for him. And that's what I'm trying to that live is a by. Motivation. Because <laughs> it, is. it is. Because people are mad at you, but then can't even say why they mad. Mm -hmm. They can't even say why they need forgiveness from you. They can't even tell you, well, what did I do to offend thee? I'm going to have to leave out of him. No, what did I do to offend thee? And they oh, can't even tell you mm. exactly what you did to offend me. Why? Because why? You done did that same crap to no play. Female don't play. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You done came to that point in life. We all have. Because say it with me, because I done told y'all this a million times. The world go what? Round and don't go straight. The world go round. We all gonna see this again. We all gonna live this again. So what is the actual problem with forgiveness? Listen, listen, What did a person really do to offend you and get you off track? Okay, 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 you okay, you say I cheated on you. Put a stick in there. Put a pen oh, in there no. right there. You <laughs> said I cheated on right you. Now. But then you cheat on me first. You said I lied to you. But then you lied to me just yesterday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you said I did you wrong and don't oh, lie. You done called me everything but a child of God. 
our way. You know what I'm saying? So, what's the real dealing with forgiveness? Behold that thought. Identify your hurt. I am about to burst. Right. <laughs> Tell me what I did wrong. The next one is acknowledge your hurt and acknowledge it. Come to me and say, well, <laughs> I really wish. You is taking me way too fast. You would have done this opposed to this. Mm-hmm. Number one. Steve Harvey, shout out to you, but let me steal your stuff. Hi, I know what's on your ignorant mind. <laughs> I don't know what you think. You want me to think for you now? You want me to know how you feel now? <laughs> now you trying to think for me and you trying to feel for me? I don't even know what I did. Tell me what I did and give me the opportunity to do what? Make Correct it right. Correct Apologize. Correct it. Give me if the, need be. Like, if need if be. Need be. If say, need be. Hey, let's agree to disagree. And I didn't like it. Give me the opportunity to make it right. Half of us ain't even doing that. You mad at me and been all out of shape, and I don't even know what I even did. Hold on now, uh, man, man. It says forgive yourself and let it go. Let it go. Uh-huh. Why do you think it said forgive yourself? Why you think it said that? Because you holding on to your own doggone guilt. I haven't really did anything. You the one been out here being sneaky. You the one been out here being conniving and conceiving. But because of your own guilt, and DJ Bobbin already told you your own mentality. You know what I'm saying? You hating on me. I don't even know what I did. Hold on, KML. Coming to you. Show that dog. On. Let me tell y'all when I say DJ Vibe done been on it tonight. Hey, <laughs> show empathy. <laughs> Give me some slack because I ain't even know I offended you. Yeah. I ain't even know I hurt you. I don't even know what now I did. Some of y'all do know when y'all say that. Let me kick it to you when <laughs> kick it to me to right now. Listen, let me tell you something. Tell you something. Tell you something. I've been wrong. When you identify the hurt. <laughs> That's a long time. Hold on. I forgot some steps. <laughs> Once you identify the hurt. Hold on, okay, Mayo. I forgot two steps. Okay. All right. The next step said forgive. And then be grateful. Hit me with it, okay, <laughs> Look here. Identify the hurt. Once you identify the hurt, once you put word to a deed. Head. If that person that Bob you are identifying that need that is in need of your forgiveness, when you number it, when you write it down, yeah, when you recite it, however you communicate that identification of that hurt, let that person know. That's it. That's what you did. I don't need to know why you did it. I just need I just need you to know that you did that. Yeah. I have identified. I have told you. The other stuff. But the other stuff. But the other stuff. The reason why you did it, it don't hold nothing. It don't hold no water. Because you know you did it. Because when you start explaining with the reason why you did what you did, that means that shit was intentional. Yep. <laughs> Unintentional and intentional. <laughs> that was intentional. So that means you are old enough to know. And to take accountability for what you have done. So you can't then once, as uh, TT said, acknowledge the hurt. Once you acknowledge that you heard me, that this is what you've done to me, 
Did you acknowledge that? Don't try to explain it away once you done acknowledged it. Tell him about the gun line, boss. Then she said, okay, forgive yourself. I have to forgive myself for allowing you to do that to me. Yeah. Huge. Huge. I have to forgive myself. This is all about self. We're looking at in our own individual lives. I have to forgive myself for allowing you to do that to me. Because when you find out that it was intentional, you know that if that happens again, that's your own fault. I'm always forthcoming. I'm always truthful. And be grateful. Be grateful that you got away with it. <laughs> oh. DJ Bot, hit me with the steps. Um, for me, the forgiving self is the biggie. I'm not even worried about the forgiving you. I just need to forgive myself even letting you get that close or letting, hey. letting you go there. Why are you stealing my stuff? Oh, that vulnerable. Just whatever. I, that's what you got to forgive yourself. That, to me, that's the biggie. I'm not even caring about the whole you did it. Because I'm not you. Mm-hmm. You're not me. I can't control what you do. You can't control what I do. Yes, I am. So yes, I am. my thing is, is forgiving myself and empathizing with that person. From some kind of angle, I got to figure out why the hell you went there and say, oh, I might have could have did that myself if I hadn't been that pissed off or in your situation. So I got to get the empathy and I got to forgive myself. I'm not even worried about the whole, what was the other ones? Okay. You know, that's what I'm saying. I ain't got about acknowledging and getting to the point of it. You know, I just want to forgive myself and I'm going to try to empathize with you and I'm going to move the hell on because you that's what you're going to do. Whether I'm mad, pissed off or not, you're going to be moving the hell on with your life, doing what you got to do with it. You ain't depressed. You ain't stopped. You're bringing up some time. We can't even talk about it. Your anxiety I'm not getting mine. I'm already on blood pressure medication. I can't so I gotta forgive myself and empathize with you. So I'm, I'm, that's why I'm at. I'm not caring about why well, you. Well, you are it. you look. Are you on blood pressure meds? Cause you empathize, maybe. I've let some people get my anxiety up so high. <laughs> there you go. In the past, but okay. you know what? In the past, in the past. In the but past. nowadays, girl, I don't even take that blood pressure pill. Oh, okay. what you said? Mm-hmm. And baby, <laughs> it hit me with the stick. With your thighs all out tonight. I agree with everything y'all said. I got nothing else. You just soaking it in. Soaking okay, it in. so we about to song it all up. No, we yeah. ain't. We got no topic out of all this. <laughs> it says, what does the Bible say about forgiveness? And we have already put mm-hmm. that out there. You know what I'm saying? God forgives us. Listen. We sin and we come short every day. Everybody do. We challenge God every day. Every day. Every day. We test. Every day we go through. And my point is this. Everybody is looking for perfect. And there's no, no such thing. No such thing. I'm not looking for perfect. I, ain't I don't even want a guy that's perfect. Why? Because I'm flawed. I just so want a person to be you're perfect. Right. But if you're perfect and I'm flawed, what you gonna do to me every day? Judge my flaws. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for that. I need to know that you bump your head and cuss. I need to know when you Ooh, hit that pinky toe on the end of that couch. Who ain't hit that pinky toe on the end of that couch? Come on now. And then you mad at that couch? You mad at that couch? Uh, you mad at that couch? No, no, no. applying to be a missionary to go to Africa. Mm-hmm. She told me that I couldn't go. Okay, 
Why can't I go? I'm a Christian. I tell people, I introduce people to faith every day. Why can't I go? Well, I heard that you cuss. And <laughs> when you hit your, stomp your toe on that bed, <laughs> pose, yes. you don't say God bless America. But you hold that what the hell? Hold on. She told me, no, I don't, because I don't never stop my toe. I said, well, live on, baby, because it's coming. But hold on. judgment thing. But hold on. But it's still coming. But hold on. Everything you need to know is in the Word. It's in the Word. It's yes. in the Word. It's in there. He already done sent provisions. Mm -hmm. He sent his only begotten son because why? He already knew he was going to mess up. He all prepared. Well, well basically, but in reality, Jesus asked to come. Either way, he, he, he still came. Either way, God know the beginning, the, the end, middle, the middle, and the end. All at the same time. time. So, like I said, he who is without sin Yourself. Don't come to me. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't every just day. when you commit adultery either. And every day, every sin. Every yeah. day people come for you. Yeah. But we all sin and come short. We all got flaws. We all got drama. If you are telling me that you are about to live a drama free life, Wait you on need it. to write a book. Hmm. Right. A quick line. All, okay. We all need that book. We listen, that book about to sell. Okay, I'm gonna go out of that book. <laughs> Try to tell me how to live a drama-free life. Everything you put in it, it's gonna sound real good for sure. You know what I'm saying? Everybody but if it's stuff you can live by. But it, <laughs> what you said, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna leave y'all with a movie right here. On this difficulty for to forgiveness and these steps to mm -hmm. forgive. I'm gonna got one Yeah, the movie is song. the shack. Have everybody seen <laughs> yeah. the shack? Yeah. Oh, if you haven't seen the shack, hey shack, the movie. Let me promote you right here. Right here. Shout outs to the shack. And remember, we don't own no rights or nothing. But the shack, it was about this guy. You know what I'm saying? His family. You know, they was having turmoil or whatever. So he was going to take the children on a vacation. You know what I'm saying? Get away. The wife was going to stay back because she had some work to do. Go ahead, wife. Stay back. Okay. In the midst of going on this trip, this man had to make a decision between two of his children. His son was out there and his daughter was out there on the boat. The boat began to feel turmoil because the daughter was acting silly. And it flipped over. The daughter knew how to swim. The son did not. Okay. He had to make the choice to the leave. The son his. was the one under the water. Right. He had to make the choice to leave his young daughter alone right here, coloring in her coloring book, and run out there and save his son. What choice you think he made? He ran out there to save his son because he figured that his because was he saved on dry land. Notice what I said because he figured. You want people to be mind readers. Ain't nobody no mind reader but God. But anyway. So, he left her there, ran out there, saved his son, brought his son and daughter back to shore. See, but when he got back, his daughter was gone. Hmm. A coloring book was left. It, a everything was, was left. left. But her. But her. Okay? It was said that going around in the community, 
It was a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Looking for a little girl. Mm-hmm. Got the little girl. He went to this shack. And all they found was her dress and blood. She was gone. She was gone. And it was nothing he could do. Now, he perished. So he thought in a car accident. It took him to a world to explain to him the situation of what happened with his daughter. Octavia Spencer was God. First woman God. I ain't here to argue with it because the point of the story made sense. You know what I'm saying? Tried to tell him. It wasn't up to him. He had to forgive that man. Forget himself too. And forgive himself because it was bigger than him. And he said, okay, so you want to be good. He, he was mad at God. Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, you want to play God? And there's a lot of us living that mad at God right today. You want to play God life? Okay, well, let me give you the decisions God got to make on an everyday basis. We don't want those. I don't want that. You had the opportunity to pick her or your son. You the one made the choice to go out there and get your your son. And it comes down to that. It comes down to you got a choice. You either pick drugs or your life. You either pick this or you either pick that. We all think we want God's position until we get it. I never thought that. <laughs> and I t- no, but it's a lot yeah, of people, people that do. It's a lot of people that. that are angry with God till this day right. because something has happened. They have turned against God. They refuse salvation. They refuse to be saved because they un- they did not forgive God. When God sits high and looks low, everything that's over our head is under mm-hmm. his feet. Yeah, yeah. But because what, what happened to them, God the one gave you that child. That God the one gave you the blessings that you have. If he chooses to take them away or or whatever, it's his, it, it's his decision. Because he is the creator of this whole world. Now you're saying, I hear all you listeners saying, oh yeah, because it ain't happened to you. You... You don't know what has happened to me in my life where I had to let go and let God. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I have lived long enough. I have studied the word long enough. And I'm not just talking about just reading the Bible and then putting it down. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about reading the Bible and studying. And let me put this out there. Let me put this on your mind while it's on mine. Everybody make an excuse for not reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's hard to understand. I can't read those words. Look at those names. Okay, we got names like Tequita. <laughs> what? Right. But you still, you learn to pronounce that name. There is a dictionary. There is a thesaurus. There is an encyclopedia. All of those tools <laughs> will help you understand the Bible. They even making Bibles for African Americans to speak in slang. Wow. I didn't know that. And with all of that being said, we're going to cut to our last break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap it up. You, this has been a beautiful show. <laughs> and it's been a difficult subject. Yes. But we have to learn to forgive and forget. We got to get We It's not going to forget, but we're going to forget. forget. DJ Vibe, take us to our <laughs> last break, boo. All righty, then. Always remember to vote. Hey, that's real talk, people. Remember <laughs> to vote. Especially. We need you. To yes. remember the vote. Yes. We can't explain Please vote, everybody. Go to the vote. Show up to the vote polls. 
A vote. I'm gonna say it again. Go vote. Vote. And we back, yes sir, with our ladies, and we about to close it up. And we're gonna go over the um rest of the info. It says, why is it important to forgive? Unforgiveness can cause bitterness. It can also cause anger, negativity, unhappiness, yeah. disrupted relationships, and loss of opportunity. Your health also can be affected by not forgiving someone. According to Karen Schwartz, MD, Director of the Mood Disorders Adult Consultation Clinic at the Johns Hopkins Hospital, chronic anger puts you into a fight or flight mode, which results in numerous changes in heart rate, blood pressure, and immune response. <laughs> As DJ Vibe done already on blood pressure <laughs> medication. Those changes then increase the risk of depression, heart disease, and diabetes. Forgiveness, however, calms the stress levels leading to improved health. Biblically, if you choose not to forgive, God will not forgive you for your sins, and you don't want God to forgive you. Trust me when I tell you that. Forgiving yourself is important. Forgiveness gives us power to move out of the past and into the present and gives us control over our lives. When we release our guilt and shame, we no longer feel like we are being punished. We live a full life of freedom. We are all human. We make mistakes and no one is perfect like we have already discussed. Forgiving yourself can also give you healing and that results in peace. Find peace within. Mm -hmm. Please let me elaborate on that. Stop looking for people to bring peace to you and find peace within yourself. Forgiving yourself comes with growth, learning from your mistakes. How to forgive yourself. Focus on your emotion. Acknowledge the mistake. Think of each mistake as a learning experience. Have a conversation with yourself internally. Quiet the negative thoughts in your inner self. Get clear about what you want. Take your own advice. Stop spending time and energy relying on your mistakes. Show kindness and compassion to yourself. Seek professional help. <laughs> and you probably know what I'm going to mm -hmm. say. I'm always going to say, see God and pray. Gotta see God and pray. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you say. Keep prayer on the line. Pray because up. what does the song say? Jesus is all the main. The main. Tell him what you want. Tell him. What you want. Thank and then you. stick around and listen to what right. you have to say. Thank you, KML. So we're going to all give our closing thoughts to the show. Mm -hmm. We're going to kick it with Betty J first. Your closing thoughts, Betty J. My closing thoughts is I believe that first you have to realize when you're ready to forgive. Because sometimes it, it takes time. You know, I don't think you should take years and years but I do think you know you have to be in a place where you're ready to forgive once you do you know just take the steps that we have given you during this episode and also forgive yourself you know I know that's the hardest things because we're all naturally hard on ourselves and we just have to understand that we're not perfect and everything we go through is an experience and it's a learning experience so that's what I'm feeling that's what I'm gonna leave with give me with it KML my clothes, you can find simply that. Killing myself laughing. I just want to give a shout out to my agent. She said, the older you get, you'll understand it better. Understand it better. Bye and bye. My child, embrace the emotion.
Embrace your emotions. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. If you want to be forgiven, you have to learn to forgive others. Yes, sir. Take your time and concentrate on yourself, your feelings, and like I said, embrace that emotion. Forgive others, and you will be forgiven. That's my closing remark. Absolutely. <laughs> they died. Um, what I didn't get to say earlier was about this MD in psychology today named mm-hmm. Anthony Lopez. Uh, it really made me think about how we're always in defense mode. Yeah. As a human being, period. He says that forgiveness is difficult in part because evolution has endowed us with a psychological motivation to avoid being exploited by others. And this is the easiest way to prevent exploitation is to hit back or simply avoid whatever you think may hurt you or do something and do some kind of harm to you. Mm-hmm. So just. Don't have it to where you're motivated to be in a defensive mode all the time. Because a lot of times you think about it, that person really didn't do anything to hurt you. They're really hurting themselves. Yeah. So that's how you got to look at it too. So my closing remarks is that let's just love yourself enough to not let anything or anybody put you in that predicament to where you want revenge. You want to retaliate. You want to have that hateful feeling. And you let something trigger you to where you have that chronic anger and that anxiety and all that. Just love yourself first. Bottom line. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and you got T.T. Cole's remarks is, there is beauty in everything. There is beauty in everything ugly. And you say, T.T., mm-hmm. what the you are you talking about? <laughs> there is even beauty in doo-doo. <laughs> There's beauty in shit. Oh, you don't see the beauty in shit? Okay. Get constipated. I know you're right. <laughs> you mess around and get constipated when you pass that turd. You have your head. You're going to be rejoicing. You're going to be like, ooh, thank God. That turd has finally passed. And cow manure makes the best plant. There you go. <gasps> there is beauty in everything. It's up to you to see it. You can live on the negative all day because why it's easy. It's easy to be negative. It's easy to be hateful. It's easy to not forgive. But what you don't know is it's actually easier. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me repeat that in case y'all didn't hear what T.T. Mm-hmm. said. It's actually easier to forgive. To forgive. Mm-hmm. It's easier to realize that if I take this in, if I take this laxative, if I take this and I release all of it, how good I'll feel afterwards. Yeah. If you come see work yeah. on me, therapeutic massage. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you what we deal with as women on the daily. We was cursed with childbirth and we was cursed with cramps. But when I tell you with them cramps, once we take that mic off, <laughs> once we take that ibuprofen or that naproxen, we feel afterwards. Once you release what you're actually mad about, once you release what actually you are holding against mm-hmm. me to not forgive me on, once you release all of this, and in the words of Steve Harvey, the reason why he don't have no ulcers and we don't own the rights under this Steve Harvey, we just giving a simple shout out. The reason why he don't have any ulcers or any problems is because he released all of that. I do. I do too. Release all of that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not really necessary because you're going to find yourself in that same 
predicament that you blind by somebody <laughs> else for blind by. The same reason why you mad because that guy cut you off, you're going to find yourself cutting somebody else off. And this same need you need for them to forgive you, you need to forgive. And our shout outs today go out to Betty J. Hit us with your shout out, baby. I want to give a special shout out to my girl, Michelle. You want to look like a baddie like me, purchase Michelle Mad Lashes. You can hear her up on Facebook and Instagram at and her website at madlashes.com. We want to give a shout out to Billy Apples, who did our match for us, and Billy cut up on the man. <laughs> G-I-A-O, getting it all out, baby. And look from Vision Enterprise 20. So we want to give a shout out to Billy Apples. And we also want to give a shout out to Extraordinary Gifts by Teneria Allen. Give a shout out to Extraordinary Gifts. And we're going to continue to give a shout out to Hampton Inn, who helped ooh, us in ooh, our ooh, time ooh, of despair. For all your hotel needs, <laughs> they going to take care of you, baby. Hampton Inn in New Albany, Mississippi. And we we usually do the shake job, but not tonight. And we're going to do the shake job, and we're going to hold that topic off. But we're going to do what you call a slide in. <laughs> we have a listener that wanted to get in on our juice, on our tea. You know what I'm saying? And that is the size matter. Hey, we're going to hit you we up. We talking about shoe size? <laughs> Are you doing sex for love or pleasure? And after that, we're going to do our slide in for our listening viewer. Does size matter? And after that, come on with the shake job. Our favorite point. Yeah. yeah. What's going to be coming on next with you? What is it? scrambling in. We picking it up. Uh, uh, green. I got another green. Okay. I got another green. What the green gonna say? I'll be scared of the green. I'll be scared of the green. How do you know if he enjoys you? <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. That's gonna be sweet. After I slide in. How do you know if he enjoys you in bed? But we're gonna do a slide in. After we talk about are you having sex for love? Okay. I'll slide in is the size mouth. Talk about shoe size. Okay. <laughs> you know you know next episode gonna be how do you know if he enjoys you in bed? As always, see God, pray, and if you can't tell your mama, tell your TT. We love you here at getting it all out. We thank you for being supporters of us, and we thank you for all the shout-outs and support. You've been wonderful, and we're never going to forget you. Take us out. DJ Bye. <laughs> that was awesome. We do not own the rights to any music played on the podcast. All views and opinions expressed on this podcast series are solely the podcast panel views and opinions, and no one else. The views and opinions do not respect the views of Vision Enterprise 20, its respective parent companies and affiliates, 
the company that the panels are affiliated with or may have previously communicated. We will attempt to be critical thinkers and discuss topics from different angles, therefore views and opinions expressed are always subject to change at any time. The panel views and opinions are based upon information that is considered reliable, but neither Vision Enterprise 20, its affiliates, nor the companies that the panels are affiliated with warrant completeness or truth and should not be considered as such. But you never know what word or words will bring someone somewhere some closure. Thank you for joining us.